The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I'm your host, Mike Apatra. It's a wonderful Monday. It's June 28th. We got some action going on tonight. Nice little showdown slate to jump into. Got to see uh, got to see some good basketball last night. We're hoping for, you know, maybe another another game for the Clippers here. I am at least. I want to see some more basketball. So I want to see this uh, the series continue as much as possible, as much as we could. But I don't know. Maybe maybe not everybody else feels the same. Maybe you're a Suns fan and you don't, uh, which I get. I understand. My team's already out. We're gone. We're long gone. So now it's just good, good basketball. But it's going to be a relatively short show. Just touching on the showdown all by my lonesome here to talk about the slate. But before we do, we're going to jump in. We're going to get to our presenting sponsors over at MyBookie. Guys, head over to MyBookie.ag to see the number one sports book out there. The only sports book that has the hoop ball stamp of approval. And you, listen, you use that promo code HoopBall when you sign up on your initial deposit. They match 50% of your deposit on up to $1,000. So that's free money you can play with any way, shape, or form that you choose to, whether it's on their fully-fledged casino platform or you want to head over there, take on some NBA playoff action, maybe parlay everything together. Get some baseball, get some football, or some uh, some football. Soon it will be. Get some baseball, get some basketball, finish up your night with some dessert blackjack, however you feel. You can do it over at my bookie. Use that promo code HoopBall. All right. We're going to dive right into things. We're going to keep this relatively quick. It's only a showdown slate. Chances are, if you listened to yesterday's show, you caught a lot of my thoughts on this Clippers team already. I touched on it a little bit, but we're going to take a little bit of a deeper dive just here on this game. So I'll start at the top. We'll start here with the away team, as I always do. Looking at the top options, Paul George coming in as the most expensive player on the slate and also the most expensive Clipper. That comes hand in hand, obviously. $17,700 for your captain spot. And obviously, you don't need me to tell you this. Paul George, you know, despite despite what you might see on Twitter, uh, he's played great for DFS throughout this entire series. He's playing big minutes. He's played at least 40 minutes in three straight games. Lowest score of that was 42 DK points. He did so with 26, 6, and 6. So, Paul George, I'm looking at another 50-plus here. I would even say 55 to be better knowing it's an elimination game. I think it's just going to be as much Paul George as we could see for as long as possible. So, you know, if you can afford him in your captain spot, it makes a lot of sense. Think about this slate is that's where I get, it gets tough. For me, I just don't love a lot of these Phoenix guys. But if you want to go out there and play like the second-best clipper out there is Zubats. Uh, he's coming at an absolutely fantastic price tag. 6800 for a guy that's just been an absolute torment since he's been given that starting role during this series. Played, uh, you know, at least 30 minutes in the fast three games for them. And he's basically averaging at least 35 DK points along that span. So he should just continue to pay off that price tag. The price tag should probably be more like 7.5 to 7.6. So we're getting, it's still going to get discounted at 6,800. So that's the guy that, you know, makes the most sense as far as utility spot. Granted, there's going to be a lot of ownership that probably goes that way because he's also the cheapest option that can get us like 35 on this slate. So it's going to come down to that and where you feel as far as these Phoenix guys. Like you might be a little bit more on Booker or Paul than me. And if that's the case, you might want to play Zubats up there. Uh, Get Paul George, get Booker, get Paul and see what you have left. Totally get that. I think I don't think there's a wrong or right answer for this. Uh, I think those are probably the two initial builds I'm originally going with, as you if you've heard last night or if you listened last night. 
uh, I touched on just thinking that the Clippers are going to win this game. Uh, down 3-1, I, I expect them to, on their home court, to, uh, or I'm sorry, not on their home court, I'm expecting a little bit of fight in them. So we'll have to wait and see exactly how that turns out. Other options on this Clippers team that we could look for. As people are starting to get healthy, we're starting to get some bodies back in there. Marcus Morris Sr. should be back into his twenty mid-20-minute role. Not a fantastic option, but the price tag is dipping down. At 4400 he definitely has the upside. I prefer him over Batum. It doesn't look like they're going to keep continue to keep going small ball. That's when we want to target Batum the most is in the small ball lineups. As long as they're playing Zubats, I, I lose a little interest in Batum. So I do prefer Marcus Morris over him. And if we need a dumpster dive option, somebody I think that we could definitely look towards, don't expect a whole lot from him, is Patrick Beverly, also known as point guard P.J. Tucker. Uh, you know, anytime this guy's playing 25, 30, 35 minutes, you're never going to get those 50 DK point games. He'll probably get you anywhere between 18 to 25, but that's still comfortable. 3,200, if he gets you 18 and you're rounding out your lineup, you like everybody else in there and it makes sense, absolutely. Uh, I could definitely see myself having some shares in him. So those are the primary options I'm going to be looking at. Obviously, like I said, Paul George, Zubats, Morris, Beverly are the four guys I'm really keeping in my player pool, the guys I have the most interest in. I uh, don't think I'll be playing too much Batum or Terrence Mann. I uh, just don't see the usage there with him. Mann would be a better option, in my opinion, just simply because minutes equal money. As long as this guy's playing close to 30 minutes or 30-plus, he's an option for us. And no thank you, Luke Kennard. On the sun side of the ball, things get a little bit, a little bit dicey over here because we have three great options. It's not the same thing as the Clippers where we know most of that offense is going to get funneled directly through Paul George now. Chris Paul is going to handle a lot of the point guard duties. Devin Booker will probably lead the team in shot attempts. And DeAndre Ayton will keep making a name for himself like he's been doing this entire series. So I, all three of those guys are very much in play now. I find Ayton being the guy that I'm playing the most. Granted, there's not a huge difference in salary between these three guys. Ayton is the cheapest at 9200 I love the matchup. I think he's been just dominating this, uh, this big man matchup the entire series. I don't see him getting slowed down anytime soon. And he's playing with confidence. You heard him say that. Chris Paul feels like he's an older brother and somebody that has instilled tons of confidence in him. So Aiton's going to be my preferred option. So if I'm playing Paul George at my captain spot, he's probably going to be the most expensive, probably the most expensive guy I play uh, on this Phoenix team. If I could squeeze somebody else in there, I'd feel great, but it's going to be tough. Outside of the big three, oh, yeah, and I when it comes to Booker and Paul, I prefer Booker for only $400 more. Normally there's a bigger difference in salary between those two. Uh, but when it's only a $400 difference in the util spot, I prefer Booker over him just ever so slightly. And I also forgot to touch on Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson's in play, but the price tag is up to 8600 And I'm not paying 8600 for Reggie Jackson when I have a guy like DeAndre Ayton who's 9200 Only $600 more. And on these showdown slates, there's no position eligibility. You could play six centers or five centers if you wanted. So I'll take it. Uh, I don't think I'll have too much Reggie, though, for all that being said. Campaign coming in at 6200 Everybody's darling during this playoff run. No, thank you. Not paying that price tag for him. I'd much prefer to pay the 4K for Cam Johnson down there. Just it's all going to be the shot attempts for him. Uh, if the shot's falling for Cam Johnson, he should have about five of them from deep. You're probably looking at a pretty decent game by him. If the shot's off, you could still manage to cash out. But obviously that, uh, that first place finish is all but likely gone. And that is, that's pretty much it. That's, that's the gist of the slate right there, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, again, I, it's just a quick hitter. It's not supposed to be an entire show or entire podcast. And unfortunately with playoffs, that's just, uh, that's just the way it is. We just don't have too, too much to talk about. A lot of this stuff is, is going to come down to adjustments. I said that on yesterday's show. You're not going to see too many people switch up the rotations. Uh, you actually even saw the Hawks 
basically not want to play Cam Reddish because they're comfortable with the rotation. Even though he was there, he was healthy. Uh, they just wanted to keep rolling what they were doing. Um, oh, this game come, came in at a 218 over-under, and Phoenix was favored by five and a half points in this one. So if you want, if you'd like to, you give me a follow on Twitter, at Mike Apatria, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. Give us a thumbs up, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff, wherever you're listening, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. And thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. This is uh, this actually, this is going to be my final show in Connecticut. So uh, by the time you next hear me or hear me next, there we go, I will be recording down in Texas. So it probably won't be on too many shows out, if any, at all this week going on from here. Uh, just too much to do and not enough time. But I promise you guys, once we get back, once we get some normalcy back here, things will be humming Really looking forward to it. Really excited about the team that we brought on this season and the guys that have been able to grow with us, including our listeners. You guys have also always have been fantastic, and I don't expect that to change anytime soon. So keep listening, guys. Keep your questions coming at us. Make sure you're following all of our guys over there on Twitter. If I can't get to it, somebody else will. They'll be happy to help you. But as always, thank you for listening. We'll catch you soon.